Yes, it is time for our Southern Man uh, segment and uh, about this time last year, this stable really started to fire up so we thought we'd uh, kick the Sundays out of Addington off by catching up with Matt Purvis. Very good morning to you, Matt. How are you, Greg? Yep, excellent, mate. Thanks so much for your time, although I just got a message through from Darren Williams at Addington. I see you've scratched one out of race number nine. Move it on over. Yep, yep. I sort of got to the stables this morning and was feeding out breakfast and had a sort of swollen leg with a little bit of greasy heels. So rather than sort of open it up and put him under any pressure, put the horse first and he can wait for another week. All right, good as gold, mate. We'll wait for him because this is his time of year. He likes to race uh, uh, around this Addington circuit about this time. Hey, before we get into your couple of chances uh, today, your two-year-old, a little silence. So although he didn't win one of the group races, the welcome or the sapling, his two efforts for second and both of them were uh, were very good. You must have been very pleased with him and be looking forward to the future. Oh, definitely. I was absolutely wrapped with the way fellas sort of, it was a big ass sort of going through and qualifying and, he sort of qualified and trialled nice, and then he took that next step on race day, which was really good. So he's just off having a well-deserved break before we sort of come back and target size stakes. Yeah, look forward to seeing him in those, because he's going to be a force to be reckoned with the son of down by the seaside. Another smarty you've got at the moment who boomed home again, sectionally outstanding on Friday night, smoke on the water. How far can he go, Matt? Uh, I've got a, quite a high opinion of him, sort of. We, he got chucked in the deep end at two and just wasn't sort of mentally there, but now he's figured out how to be a racehorse and relax while he's out there. Sort of, He's got the speed that, that if they do go hard, he can really sort of make up ground late, but he's versatile enough that he showed that first run he can do a bit of work too. So we're we going to see him a few more times this campaign? Yeah, he'll probably have a, another start on the 23rd and then he'll probably have a wee freshen up and then look to come back towards sort of cup time. All right, good. couple of really nice horses in the barn that you need. Another one you start today on a fresh campaign. His name is Don Juan. He's a son of Vincent and in his two runs to date showed us enough. And when you see the horses that he was in behind, the likes of Sinbad and Ahoka Lebron, um, and he's been a trial winner, obviously, leading into his resuming run today, you must be excited about having him back on track. Yeah, it's good to have him back in the barn. A little bit disappointed he didn't grow much while he was out spelling, but so that's all right. He's just a wee compact fella, but he's got sort of he's a wee cult that doesn't know he's a cult. He's just sort of pleasure to deal with, and sort of he's come back a lot sharper and a lot more mature this time in. So, be interesting to see how how far he steps up. All right, 2,600 uh, first up today. Punters and bookmakers have made him favourite. Does he deserve to be? On ability-wise, I'd say yes. He's He's been safe in his two trials, which has been pleasing, but race day's always different. There's a lot more on the front line, and they really sort of, at the trials, you can sort of get away with walking away from the tapes, but race day, you have to ping. But he's had plenty of practice at home, so and he's got the right man in the bike to get one away. So with all that, if he steps cleanly and gets a reasonable trip, yeah, it should be a deserved favourite.
All right, we're looking forward to seeing him in race number four, horse four, Don Juan, currently at $2. A curator in race number five. Gee, this one's got some breeding. How did you come to get her? She's by Father Patrick out of Meyer. That makes uh, her a relation to the 10-time Group 1 winner in Vulcan. Um, how did you get curator? And you are starting to work her out because her last couple of runs have had a bit of merit, a fourth last time, uh, in behind Sandfly Bay, who was placed again on Friday night. Well, we were sort of, yeah, I was sitting at sort of home at and partners, Alana's, and with our old man, and we were sort of looking through Gavel House, and he was sort of looking at a couple of paces, and I saw the breeding of sort of her, and sort of said, oh, why don't you get a trotter? So he got it for $700, which was sort of ideal shopping for the breeding, and it was more brood mess, but I said, oh, we'll give her a go, and see if can get a couple of races out of her because sort of she has a bit of a she had a paddock injury when she was younger it cut her leg up quite bad but that's all healed up but she's been a bit temperamental around her hind end but we're finally starting to get on top of that she's a happy horse and she's starting to show she can run too yep six dollars fifty the price uh, looks a good each way chance in race number five uh, matt they both look chances do you favor one over the other today um, well, you'd have to lean towards Don Juan, sort of, he's, he's been there, done that, sort of, the wee trotters starting to figure out the stand starts, which is the best bit, but the old Addington bias is always hard for those ones off the unruly, so she's going to have to be quick away to be right in it with the sectionals, everyone runs around there at the moment in the maiden trots, so, but yeah, both right. solid each way chances. Beautiful, mate. Really appreciate your time. Look forward to seeing how they go today and um, continue on your winning way. Team's going well. Beautiful. Thank you very much. All right, that's Matt Purvis. Uh, he's had about 120-odd training wins. The next bloke's had over 700 domestic training wins. Mark Jones, uh, morning to you, Mark. Yep, good morning, Greg. Uh, speaking to a couple of people about these Sundays at Addington, how do they fit into your schedule? And I know it came about because of COVID, but pretty much suits everyone. And you know, consistency is going to come to the fore when it comes to the form anyway. Yeah, I think it's a great thing for the, the industry, Greg, and the owners and that. Like, you know, we're like, we've got a good day today, but we know when we get a bad weather, we've got the indoor barn and spectators there for the public and the owners and you know, to know it's consistent racing Friday, Sunday, you know, for the next two months is, is easy for us to plan and it's good for the putters to turn on the TV knowing that the races are on at that time. So I think it's a big positive for the winter racing. Mark, not a big team in today. Eri Wills in race number two looks pretty well placed and uh, I know Crackling's in there and will be hardest to beat, but Eri Will will be very competitive. Yeah, he should be competitive. I don't think we can beat Crackling today. You know, he's probably... It'll cross us and lead and be too good for us. But if we can run second, that's probably a good, good result for us. He's still on the way up and yeah, he looks a definite top two player. What about Louis Vista in the fourth and uh, Kilauea, who's actually trialled quite nicely in race number nine? Yeah, Louis Vista's probably got to step up. He may not be in the barn too much longer. If he doesn't improve, he's been pretty disappointing in one of the last Kilauea. He's been trialling okay. He's got a few issues and he needs a wee bit of luck. So he's probably one that needs to just improve a bit as well. All right, you've had a couple of stable stars. Sue Princess recently retired, and I'm hearing Art Attack may have been sold and has done a, a cracking job for you. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah, he's been vetted to America and he's meant to head to America. It's going to be a shame to 
lose a horse like that for the stable and, and the industry. But you know, he's won 16 races and he's only a five-year-old, and he's probably a perfect example how trainers should be playing the handicapping system that we have. It you know creates great opportunities for horses, and I don't think a lot of trainers use it to the to their advantage. So um, you know, we're lucky to have horses like that, and hopefully we've got some more coming through. But you know, horses like those are very hard to replace. Mark, you got a couple in Australia at the moment: La Rosa and Hot to Trot. When do we see them next? And, and obviously the Brisbane uh, can, Carnival, the Constellations, is on their radar. Yeah, Hot to Trot race last night and was, was pretty, you know, pretty unlucky. He ran fourth if he got a clear run. He probably would have beat the good trotters in Sydney, so that was pleasing. He goes around next week in a four- and five-year-old trot at Menangle, then heads down to Brisbane for the, the good carnival down there. And La Rosa heads around on Tuesday, and hopefully we should be winning that race. And... She's got to keep improving head to Brisbane, but that's a plan with her. So, yeah, she can win on Tuesday. It's a, it's a step in the right direction. All right. Really appreciate your time on the Sunday. Good luck with the team today. Yeah, thanks very much, Greg.